Welcome to What the Wealth, a financial planning and investment podcast for professionals and families to help you navigate life's financial transitions. Jonathan's mission is to facilitate the ability for you to plan for and create the life you love, free from anxiety about money. And now, here's your host, certified financial planner, Jonathan Bedner. Welcome to What the Wealth. This is episode 18, and it is October 1st. The year has absolutely flown by. I don't need to remind everybody what we've already been through. I think everyone is aware of that. But we are now three quarters of the way done with 2020 with our eyes focused on 2021. But first, we have Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. So we have a lot of positive time that we can think about over the next couple months we get to spend with family, friends, do things like trick-or-treating. You know, I have a three-year-old, so being able to do that, um, I think she wants to dress up as Ariel, and I'm apparently going to be King Triton, and Becky may be Ursula. I'm not sure what Jack's going to be, Flounder or Sebastian maybe. I'm not sure. We love Disney in our household, so it'll be some sort of Disney theme, I'm sure. So, you know, it's really exciting to be able to kind of focus on the tail end of the year and know that we've got a lot of good things to look forward to with, you know, those three holidays back to back to back uh, and the time we get to spend and really get to to reflect on what we've been through and and try to take the positive out of that and, uh, you know, be thankful that we get to spend time with with our friends and loved ones. So, uh, again, you know, really going to try to plow through the next three months, high energy, stay focused on your goals. And that's what we're going to talk about today is, you know, October, we're going to do a goal check-in. We have an election coming in November. Markets are a little um, chaotic and have some turmoil. And so what we're going to do is actually, I will be doing a, either a webinar or live stream. I'm not sure, but it will be tomorrow, October 2nd, and it'll be at 10 o'clock in the morning, Eastern time. We're going to have Uh, Ryan Dietrich, he is the senior market strategist uh, at LPL, and we're going to get on and just talk about the markets, where we are, and how we think the election is going to impact the markets, both in the short term and the long term. Uh, I think this is going to be really, really cool. Um, I'm shooting to try to make this a live stream. We may have to actually uh, move it into more of a webinar format that would cause you to register. Um, I will be playing the replay of that for the podcast on the 15th. So um, if you miss it, then you will be able to hear that on the October 15th podcast. And and that still is time to kind of digest what's going on in the markets and, and uh, the election ahead. You know, we're not going to be predicting who we think the, the election is. Um, It's not a political, he said, she said, uh, it's really just how presidential elections have affected the market, what you can expect um, long term, and, and not that that's any sort of guarantee, but I think Ryan brings a lot of unique insights um, that really kind of help take some of the emotion out of the fear of, of election and presidential change. And we see it every four years, it comes up really every two when you start counting you know, some of the midterm elections and that sort of stuff. So stay tuned because I think October is going to be jam-packed with a lot of information. 
you're going to want to tune into that October 15th podcast if you missed the webinar or live stream. Again, whichever format we decide to do, I'm hoping for live stream. But whichever format we're able to do, you're going to want to you're going to want to catch the podcast to follow up on that. So uh, October, we're going to talk about some goals. We're going to check in our goals. I think my goal was to read, not I think, I know my goal was to read 12 books this year, uh, one book a month. I am a little behind. I need to go back and do a check. I think I am six books in. As I've mentioned before, I have a, a now a two-month-old coming on three-month-old. So that put a kind of slowed my pace down on being able to, to read as much as I would like. Uh, so I'm halfway there. I will get it completed um, one way or the other. So that's my goal. Uh, they're all business books. I'm currently reading um, Never Split the Difference. It talks, it's a business book. I read mostly business books, but it talks a lot about hostage negotiating. It's a really, really cool book. So I'm excited for, for that. Keep pressing on my goals. I really try to not watch a lot of TV and news. It just robs the happiness that I have. And being able to focus on family, my books that I'm reading, podcasts, you know, playing outside with my, with my kids. Those are the things that are fun. And sitting here watching XYZ news headlines just really steal my joy. And so, you know, essentially, I just don't watch TV anymore. And I, I challenge you to maybe do the same is pull back some of, of the TV time and spend more of that time doing the things you love, sharpening your mind, reading, learning a new hobby, learning a new skill, could be photography, could be cooking, could be painting, uh, write a book. Uh, it's not as hard as you think. Um, and actually it's, it's really fun. And, and you've got something that no one can ever take away from you. To be able to have author behind your name, don't get me wrong, doesn't pay anything, uh, especially if you're not going to be a best-selling author, but just to be able to have you know, an accomplishment that no one can take away from you feels incredibly good. And, and so I'm excited about that. Actually, in fact, I'm writing my second book now. The first book, What the Wealth, The Guide to financial clarity for professionals and families was, you know, really designed as a money 101 book, kind of cover all the topics that are important to, to build you a good solid financial foundation. Book number two, um, I'm writing now will be more about retirement planning and the risk that that uh, retirees face, and how to, to put a plan together for that. So tune out the noise, tune out kind of the media. And I, I, I can't make many guarantees that's against the compliance law in our industry, but I have a strong, strong feeling. And I'd go so far to say that I guarantee it that if you just turn out the noise and don't spend time, you know, worrying about the various day-to-day headlines, your happiness will go up and then you end up not becoming a thief of your own joy. So that's my challenge for you um, as we finish out this year. We're going to run through some goals. You need to uh, to kind of take October and, and do a goal check-in. Where do you stand? How have you made it this this far? Are you are you plugging away, and are you making progress? I've talked a lot about micro actions and moving from point A to point B and doing it in small bite-sized steps. And those small actions make this giant mountain that seems impossible to climb very climbable. But you're doing it one foot in front of the other. And that's what helps you get to, you know, the peak. So running through a couple of things, pandemic related, 
you know, we've obviously learned you probably want to top off your emergency fund and you may want to have a little bit of extra cushion there just in case, you know, we see another round of layoffs or the economy shut down again, something like that. You want to make sure that you, you top off your emergency fund uh, so that if, if you're affected, you've got some access to funds that you can use to, to get you by. If you were affected by COVID, and even if you weren't affected, you don't know if you won't be affected in the future, update your resume. Just take 15 minutes, maybe, maybe hire a, a resume coach or professional, reach out to some contacts, maybe have some friends look at your resume, but update your resume. It's not hard. A lot of people use LinkedIn now. Make sure you update your LinkedIn. That's a, that's a nice kind of living, breathing resume, and that's a good way to make sure that you know, you're, you're prepared. You got another arrow in your quiver and that you're prepared for, you know, for any sort of future event that may or may not happen. If you have an old 401k, you know, if you suffered a job loss and you have an old 401k, you've got a couple of options. You want to make sure that you probably don't want to leave that behind because when you leave an old 401k at an old job, usually you end up forgetting about it. So what we normally recommend is either moving it into your new 401k or rolling it over into an IRA, either one of those, so that it follows you and you keep track of it. Trying to remember who the HR contact is or the employee benefits contact is at a former firm can get really overwhelming, especially the longer you go without, you know, longer you go separated from that company. You know, if you're five or 10 years um, removed from that company, a lot of times you don't know who to contact or where to start. So, you know, I normally recommend if, if you sever your relationship with an employer, you act on moving that 401k to the new employer or to an IRA or something like that, you know, relatively quickly. For those that are retired, RMDs have been suspended. So, you know, if you're 72, you're required to take out a minimum amount of your retirement accounts, your IRAs. And when COVID hit, the uh, government put a suspension on that. So for 2020, you do not have to take your RMD. So we've worked a lot with our clients to ask if they want to skip it this year. They can still take it if they want to, but if you don't want to take it, you do not have to take your 2020 RMD. Not taking the RMD would reduce your retirement income and reduce your tax liability because you're not having to, uh, it's reducing your income for the year you would then restart it for, for next year, but for this year, you don't have to. Uh, in your retirement accounts, you can max out your 401k if you haven't done so. The 200, uh, 2020 limit is $19,500, an additional $6,500 for anyone over 50. So if you are 50 years old and older, you can put in $25,000 uh, into your 401k. If you are less than 50 or if you're 49 and less, you can put in 19,500. You really need to max out your 401k or Roth 401k if you have the ability to do so. Uh, I highly recommend you do that. If you have an IRA, the maxes for the IRA and Roth IRA are $6,000 each and an additional $1,000 for anyone over 50. So 6,000 if you're 49 and below, 7,000 if you're 50 year old or four, IRAs and Roth IRAs that are not 401ks with an employer. We already talked about holidays a little bit. Budget money for holiday gifts and travel expenses. Every year we know that you're going to do Halloween and Thanksgiving and 
Christmas and you know about how much you want to spend, you know where you're going to go for Thanksgiving or if everyone's coming here, it's not unexpected. We literally have these same three holidays every single year. And so just take time to, to put some thought into what you plan on spending and, and budgeting money accordingly for those, for those three expenses. We talked about know your numbers a couple of months ago. You need to check in on your essential numbers. Um, have you stayed on budget so far this year? Are you over? Are you under? Do we need to make some adjustments? Are you working on getting rid of debt? Consumer debt is a massive, massive handcuff that really holds you back from your future earnings and, and robbing you of your retirement years. Um, the faster that you can get those paid off, the, the faster you have the weight lifted off your shoulders and you feel less pressure, less anxiety, less emotions around money. So continue to work on getting out of debt and saving your retirement funds for, for the future. Check in on your credit score. Do you have any inaccurate reporting numbers? Do you have something that's in collections that says it's in collections, but it's really not? Errors are made. So you want to make sure you log in and check with the credit bureaus. Uh, you get one free a year per company. And so you want to make sure that you, you go through and check your credit scores and make sure everything's accurate. Uh, and also look at your net worth. Take a few seconds, write down your account balances, your home values, any assets you have, checking accounts, saving accounts, retirement accounts. Also write down your liabilities subtract your liabilities from your asset values and that will give you your net worth. We want to every year see that net worth growing. And so you want to make sure you track that. Um, the fall is when we start to see open enrollment happen. So, you know, I'm not going to get into a lot of that today. We're going to talk more about that in, in the future, but, you know, take some time to, to just kind of be prepared to know that you're going to have to make some decisions through this open enrollment time. Are you happy with your current coverage? Do you anticipate having to make changes? Did you have to spend more money out of pocket in 2020 than you realized? So just take some time and, and sit back and just be prepared for it. You know, I don't think there's any actions you necessarily have to take right now on October 1st. Um, I think they usually start around October 15th, but definitely get ready to, to evaluate, spend an hour or so with you and your family to make sure that your 2021 benefits are you know what you want and and that they are meeting your investment uh, and financial financial goals. I can't say really enough about how important it is to just write your goals down. And I don't even like to talk about goals. A lot of people talk about smart goals. It's overused in our industry. Smart goal stands for specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time based. And you should write those things down. So when you create a goal, you want it to be specific. Um, a way to measure it. It needs to be actually attainable, needs to be relevant, and it needs to be time-based. Again, the problem with that is it's just so overused that we just kind of zone it out when we hear the word smart goals or goals. Write your dreams down. If you write your dreams down and you look at your dreams, you will start to pursue them. You know, I wrote down that I was going to write a book. I didn't go down through what day it was going to be completed by and attainable and relevant and time-based and all that. And I could have, I just knew every day on my sticky note that I needed to write 500 or a thousand words a day or 500 or a thousand words a week. And I guess that's using some of the smart methodology, but I didn't spend a lot of time really making sure it checked all the boxes, but you need to write your dreams down. That way you've got something to track. What you don't want to do is look back on life 
and live in regret thinking, I wish I would have done this, or, you know, I should have done this sooner, or I should not have done that. And if you can catch it early enough and you can write your dreams down, then I think you can live a, a fulfilled life that uh, checks all of the boxes for you, really builds up happiness and peace and joy. And I just think it's a better encompassing value system when you think about dreams uh, instead of just goals. Goals are, are just, they're a little lame if you ask me. Uh, they're important, but I, again, I just like to, I like to talk in dreams. So that's it for, for today. I appreciate you, you listening. You know, again, if you can tune into the webinar, register for that or the live stream, either one. Um, again, I'm not sure how I'm going to deliver it. I'm hoping to do a live stream. If I do do live stream, all you have to do is go to our Facebook page, Paradigm Wealth Partners, go to Twitter, which is jbedner2, and follow me there. And that's jbedner II, actually. Or go to our uh, YouTube. We'll stream it on YouTube as well, which would be uh, Paradigm Wealth Partners as well. All you got to do is tune into one of those, and you'll see a live stream of Ryan Dietrich and I speaking about the markets and the economy. And again, we may have to pivot and move it to um, a webinar. If we do move it to a webinar, don't worry, because the following podcast will be a, a repeat of Ryan and I's conversation. So either way, you will be able to hear about what our thoughts are in the market, the economy, the presidential election. That's it for today. Make it a great day. Go out, create the life you love, pursue your dreams, get ready for the holidays, turn off the media, don't rob yourself of your joy and happiness. Thanks. Have a great day. Thank you for joining us on What the Wealth. For more information, get in touch with Jonathan at whatthewealth.com. Remember to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any information that can help you create the life you love. The information of this podcast is educational and general in nature and does not take into consideration the listener's personal circumstances. Therefore, it is not intended to be a substitute for specific individualized financial, legal, or tax advice. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a final decision. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through Paradigm Wealth Partners, a registered investment advisor and separate entity from LPL Financial. This information is not intended to be a substitute for specific individualized tax advice. We suggest that you discuss your specific tax issues with a qualified tax advisor.